talk a little bit tonight about some zebras that are actually on the run. So I hope you'll stick with us. And if you have any pets that you would like me to talk to tonight, because I do animal communication on the show, please just let me know in the comments and I will be perfectly happy to do that. Thank you so much. Come on, all you doggies, won't you walk with me? I'm the puppet, 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 puppet dog. And I want to remind anybody who watches the replay that depending on the length of the video, I do do timestamps and also you can always just fast forward if I'm talking with an animal and I'm quiet for a moment, you know, just hit that little arrow key or double click your your phone screen and you can blow past that if you don't want to sit there and watch me be quiet. Sometimes I am quiet when I'm talking to animals. So this is my video here. Maryland National Resources Police say one of the escaped zebras that we've been following was found dead last month. They got caught mm -hmm. in a snare trap on September 16th yeah, one of them. near a field in Upper Marlboro. This was one of the three escaped zebras who are still on the loose. We should point out that snare traps are illegal in Maryland. It is not known who placed that trap. The zebras went missing from a farm in Prince George's County just last month. Yeah, so sad. Yeah, one of the zebras didn't make it. I guess the guy left him in a snare. He got caught in a snare trap and so sad. You just really shouldn't probably have these animals in your yard of your you know, whether you have a mansion or not, which I guess he did, <laughs> some kind of huge, huge land property, but you know, he really didn't have the ability to take care of them, apparently. Um, they are, after all, zebras, and this is, after all, Maryland we're talking about, so. Um, very sad situations. I did want to talk about talking with wild animals, and these aren't exactly wild because they are you know, they lived with this person, so I guess they're not technically what we would consider wild, but people often do ask me, can we talk to wild animals? <clears throat> Excuse me, and I do have a video about that on here, like a more in-depth video, and it's gonna run the whole length of the front of your body. This is the, con the conception vessel, the whole length of the front of your body. In acupressure, we have these meridians that, that run along, you know, different, um, different parts of our bodies. I have a lot more videos on that here. This is that's not what this is about, but this is this point is very grounding. So I like to just kind of use this. It's great when you're in a situation like this where you've been running out in the rain with your pets and then you run inside and blah blah blah. And this is a real weird flash rain that was not supposed to come. Um, it was really quick too. Okay, so Taking in a deep breath and just letting it out, that's how we begin animal communication. We're just tuning in with the animals. Thank you, Dave. You have more experience with these animals in uh, Australia. <laughs> you don't have too many of these crazy wild animals here. You might have more run-ins with the wild that's right it's it's Friday in Australia well thanks for stopping in you're probably in your your work day so <laughs> in Australia so picking up on the energy of the zebra and the first thing that I get because I did tune in a little bit beforehand just to let you know um, the first thing I got actually before I even got on was cold 
that was the word. It was like, I'm cold. So obviously, you know, the climate, the temperature is not appealing to them. It's not right for them. Um, I don't know what the guy did before. I if he had heated stalls or blankets or what have you, but that's what I'm picking up on while this zebra that I'm getting is out and about. So that's concerning. And the feeling I get is not completely wild. It's kind of like domesticated, half domesticated. That's the vibe I get. Um, so it feels sort of docile, but not completely. So I feel like when it comes to humans, it's there's a part of it that it's like, you know, I recognize you, I understand what you are, like I've been around humans. Um, but I feel like they, they're they already a wild animal. And then on top of that, the, I'm not really getting a good, you know, impression of who they were with. So I don't feel like they, I feel like they lived in a state of, um, there's some anxiety there just in general. So that doesn't really set them up too well to be out there having humans try to capture them. They already don't have a great feeling about humans. I'm just letting them know that they can't really remain out, that they're that the, there's other zebras that they were with or heard that have been caught, I think. So I'm just letting them know that it's really important that they let the humans that are looking for them now capture, capture them and that the humans that are looking for them now are good, you know, people. I believe it's the, the Humane Society or something. I'm not exactly sure. Or maybe there is an article here, but I've got to go back and reread re it again. But anyway the the people that are trying to help are really trying to help that they're they don't want to hurt them they want to help the zebras so just for those that are coming in i'm communicating with zebras that are in maryland that are are running around wild um that got out of this person's um property that clearly shouldn't have had zebras so I'm just kind of demonstrating what it's like to talk to an animal who's in a situation like this um, in the wild a sort of wild animal but not completely um, so also if you're coming in late and you want me to talk with your pet just let me know in the comments so um, Hello and welcome, Joan. Thank you for being here. And if you have questions for the zebras, also let me know if you have anything you want me to ask them. So the other thing I get is that they're wondering about food. They're saying that, uh, you know, there is that one, the one thing that they really I, I get that the one thing that they they would really appreciate is consistent feeding of the right food. Um, 
I guess some kind of, like they're eating some, you know, random leaves and things, some kind of greenery, but they're like wanting something else, something more substantial. Good, we have some cat people and cat person. Um, so they do value being taken care of and I feel that once they're in the right setting they will appreciate it at this point they do want that I don't feel like they would want to be not that not that they would be released I'm sure at this point to anywhere like in the complete wild of course they're not used to that but I get that they they wouldn't want that. They don't they kind of know that they need to be cared for. Hi Kata. Oh, your name is actually like Kata. Like cat. Hello. Thank you for joining. Thank you for coming in. Um I'm talking to some zebras that are loose in uh Maryland apparently. Um which is unusual for us here. I'm not sure where you're from, but um oh good someone from yes joan i think i've seen you on dave's dave is uh from seeking the truth with dave he just popped in a little bit ago i think he went back out because he's in australia and he's at work on a friday but um he does true crime he has a great channel so check that out especially if you're interested in the watts case very um deep stuff he's doing so it's amazing how appreciative they actually are. Even if they're acting a little bit like, even if they're acting like they don't want to be caught, I feel that like inherently deep down, they know that they do want to be cared for. Um, they know that they really can't survive in the situation that they're in. But they're scared. Yeah, if you guys have any questions, I'm just talking to these zebras that are wild out in the out. They're not wild. They're they're zebras that were being cared by someone, cared for by someone. I use the word care for loosely because he seemed to have let them go. Um, and not been taking good care of them. So now they're running around in Maryland, which is crazy. And I will say there's one guy that was interviewed too. I should have had his interview up, but he, it didn't show any zebras, but he said he was like driving down the road and he ran into one of them, not, not physically ran into them. He stopped and he said that he looked, um, into the zebra's eyes. And he said, I looked into this, I felt like I looked into his soul. So that was really interesting that he said that. It sounded like he tuned in there to the zebra for a moment and kind of understood the zebra. And the zebra, you know, ran off, I guess, to the side of the road. Oh, good. More exciting. More Australians. Um... Oh, I'm so stupid. Caterpillar, not cat. Like, <laughs> sorry. 
That was really not smart of me. I get it. Okay. I didn't see also the little like tiny caterpillar. Okay, I got it. Um, so yeah, zebras are, they're really cool, right? Um, I think they're, I think they'll catch them all and they'll end up in, cause you're wondering what will happen to them. Um, I think they'll end up in a sanctuary or something. But it was talking about, unfortunately, one of them did die because it got caught in a trap and you know, this guy's a real piece of work, apparently. Um, he had some traps around his property and one of them, it's not good. I won't even talk about it, but it was really not good. Oh, Philadelphia, not far. I'm in New Jersey. North Jersey, but... So, uh... I'm asking them, you know, how emotionally they feel right now, and I just get... I just get they're, they're kind of in their wild state, and they feel frazzled and kind of anxious, you know, um, and physically, just back to the thing they said about cold and, um, it feels to me like I, I may be tuning into the one, unfortunately, that got trapped, unless it's because I'm getting something with a, a wrist, the right wrist. Um, it could be the energy of the one that was hurt and died. I'm trying to see if this is one of the ones that's out right now. No, this feels like something with one of the ones that's out right now that, um, uh, I don't, it's something to do with the care it had before. This might be like with horses, how they get certain issues, like, I guess, laminitis. I don't, I'm not, I don't know too, too much about horse, um, I know some about horse stuff, but I'm wondering if it's a similar kind of an issue and he, and this one didn't get the right kind of treatment, sadly, because it feels like it's that something that's, old or something that they already had that wasn't taken care of, but hopefully they're going to get the right kind of care coming to them that they deserve. Um, and like I was saying in the beginning, if anyone missed it, he has been, this guy has been charged with animal cruelty. Um, any questions for the zebras? <clears throat> Anybody in the chat? Apparently this guy is a licensed breeder, but doesn't really impress me. Um, <laughs> he has a long list of federal, here, I'll share this. He has a long list of federal 
animal welfare act violations and was fined 12 over $12,000 by the USDA in 2013 for violations that include inadequate veterinary care, unsafe enclosures, inadequate shelter, enclosures in despair, in disrepair, filthy conditions and failure to maintain records of acquisition and disposition, which makes you wonder why he continued to be able to have these animals. And I guess, yeah, they have some restrictions with wild pets, but I guess, you know, some species they can have. And he had a breeding farm and sales of baby zebras at an auction house in the last two months. They, I know you would wonder why it's taken so long. I mean, now they have done something. They've, um, they have, they've charged him. And they're trying to use the other zebras to corral the other zebras. So I'm gonna actually talk to the zebras about going back. And by the way, I talk in my show about not talking to animals that don't, that aren't in your care technically. In this kind of situation, I don't feel ethically that it matters because this person has, to me, not demonstrated that he really is a true, you know, caretaker of these animals. So I don't feel like I'm violating the ethics of animal communicators to talk to these zebras. So I'm going to ask them to please go towards their other zebras to their family or their old herd and that they're not going to, um, be allowed to be mistreated. Again, please fast forward. And welcome, Bake Cake. Thank you so much. I'm so glad you're here. And you've been thinking about me. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. We have a lot of Australians here. Um, yeah, fast forward if you're watching the replay, just da 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 da, and then you'll see my mouth start to move again. Um, but I do have to tune in and be quiet for a moment when I talk to them. So. I do appreciate you sticking with me because when you drop out, when people just drop out, I know it's the nature of social media, but it, it really screws up my algorithm and I already, uh, you know, <laughs> it's, this is a tough niche on uh, YouTube. If I really did true crime or something, I would probably be good, but, uh, I do appreciate you people out there who subscribe and like, it does, it means a lot. It really is helping the show grow slowly, slowly, but surely and sharing that's what really helps too word of mouth but i'm gonna ask them to go towards their herd they're gonna get the care they need I'm doing that even as i'm talking because you can do you know you can talk out loud and do animal communication for some people actually when they're learning when i teach some people it's easier for them to use words to speak words as they do it I'm doing it more for entertainment purposes. I don't usually talk out loud when I communicate, but. I'm just showing them if there's new people, I'm showing them the energy of different people 
that are like stepping in front of the guy that did not take care of them that there's new people with good energy um, that want to be good to them and that care about them and want to make sure they have the right things the right food the right land And also feel free to ask me anything about the process that I use, you know, as I'm, I, this is a very like free form kind of show. I, I really appreciate people asking questions and I didn't realize that I had this thing up on the screen while I was doing this. Um, you can feel free to jump in and, and ask questions if you'd like, or just comment. I think they really are, they're scared. They're they don't know what's going to happen if they, you know, I'm getting that from them, these remaining, they're hesitant, and I don't blame them. They don't trust, that's the word, trust, there's no trust. You know, actually, as a community, even, if you guys can send, sounds so like, woo woo but it is it is a real thing when it's sincere but if you can send you know love and light to these zebras and tell them that if they go towards their herd that there's humans just show them this is animal communication it's all about just animals see images and that that's how they communicate that's how they think in images and feeling so just send them your love and show them that you know show them the image of them going towards their people and we can all do this together and um, oh <laughs> yeah it's important to me to not violate I don't talk to anybody's pets that don't want me to but to me this is different this is this guy kind of like these aren't his anymore to me I mean they are but they aren't I don't know they're not he, he lost his <laughs> he lost my respect so um, <laughs> so uh, yeah as a community just sending energy to them sending them love and light and telling them that it will be okay that they will now be very well taken care of nobody's gonna let this guy hurt them anymore And just like literally you can show them the, like a video of them walking towards their other zebras and going home and you kind of all know what that feels like like going home what that would be like um, oh, thank you so much Donna oh and I'm sorry that your daughter's horse is not well I'm not sure what just me means, N-E-E. -E. We'll keep, let's send love and light to Donna's daughter's horse too, for healing. You know, you just send it from your heart, like light, love, I know there's so many animals that are being mistreated and it's so sad and I 
you see so many out there that um, you just want to help every single one of them. And, you know, it's unfortunate that we can't do every, every one of them, but you can always send them love and light and pray for them and, you know, just do what you can, whether it's financial. And if it's not financial, if you can't support animals financially like organizations you can volunteer or you can just do this if you can't do that you can send them good energy love light it does make a difference it just helps the world to have some good positive energy instead of all the negativity that surrounds us oh okay Cushing's That I do know is rough. Okay. Yeah, let's send her. What's your daughter's horse's name? If you don't mind sharing, if that's okay. And we'll we'll send healing energy. Um feel like that's pretty much all I'm gonna pretty much get from them at this point I don't know that there's much more that we can do except to keep you know just praying and sending them that that love and that light to to go you know back home to go towards their family um, sorry I'm still fixing my hair for those that are coming in late I'm like overly fixating I ended up in a little a really quick rainstorm with my dogs right before I got in the air, so I'm still, my hair is like soaking wet. Um, I know, right? All the innocent animals and, and children and okay, so yeah, let's send um, some love and light to Trooper and we want to hope for healing for Trooper. Just praying that Trooper will be better quickly, that just surrounding Trooper with lots of light, lots of love, and praying for healing. And you just, with animal communication, you can just use it to visualize a lot of, like a bright light going towards this horse. You don't have to know the horse, that's okay. Um, you know, just put the words up, Trooper, and you know, sort of an image of a horse if you want to. Um, and that's that's all you have to do it's energy that's all animal communication is a form of energy work it's um, oh thank you Joan everyone's jumping in thank you um, energy you know of course you can't see it and that doesn't but the thing is is that energy is something that you don't have to see and so um, you know you can feel it even sometimes when you go around somebody that might be even um, more negative you, you know you'll kind of want to back off from that person um, and then there's people that maybe you want to go towards so you're that's that's energy so that's proof in a sense 
even if, and let's just say, even if that person hasn't displayed anything, you know, they're not acting um, out of sorts, they haven't maybe even opened their mouth, um, and maybe they're presentable, they look fine, you know, there's nothing concerning about the way that they're acting, there's nothing off, um, but for some reason, you don't want to go towards that person, there's something that just tells you stay away, so that's just, that's energy, and that to me is like, even people that don't believe in animal communication and, and all this stuff, it's hard to dispute that that's there. So, but, but if you're here, you probably have a, a feeling that you do on some level believe in this stuff. So trust in, the, trust in that, that energy ha doesn't have limits. You know, you don't have to be in the same room you you know you know people can say that a lot of people can say that they've known when and i say this example all the time it's getting old i gotta find a new one but that when the phone rings and you know who it is before you you pick it up or you look at your cell phone and see who's calling that's the ability of all of us to be connected and to have intuition and uh this is just focusing it that's all it is it's just using your ability to focus it and you can do this kind of work from a distance for that reason. So that's why it's wonderful. You can be in Australia and do this from America um, or vice versa. I guess I'm the one in America. And <laughs> Get that backwards. Um, oh, good. You talk to your cats. Do you do it through animal communication or do you do you um, how do you do it? Do you mean like you talk to them out loud or do you mean you do uh, telepathically? I'm wondering, are you involved in it? You know, I've seen your, your, um, your, uh, your sign there and I've seen it before, the animal abuse. Are you, Joan, are you involved in um, animal rescue or is that just, you know, you like to um, you know, bring attention to it and awareness. I'm saying that because it's in her little YouTube icon there. Um, you talk out loud. Okay. Yeah. I feel like so many people do that. I'm wondering the people that are here, just put like a, a yes. If you talk to your animal out loud. I'm curious if people do that because I do I do it all the time even, like when I'm not really communicating with them when I'm just like you know hi how are you and I talk to them and sometimes I sing them a little song and they all have little songs and um, okay you like to help so you get involved in the animal like rescue stuff okay yeah, I'm seeing yeses here. So we, we all do that. We talk out loud. And I think that's, you know, it's like an awareness that animals really do understand what we're communicating to them. Um, you know, we just sort of intuitively know that um, because so many people do it. So many people talk to their pets just instinctually. Um, and I think it's because we know that they understand. On some level, I do. You think because you're a talker, yeah. Um, but I think a lot of people do it. I don't think it's just the talkers. 
I'm not a huge talker, but I've always done it, you know, all my life. Besides besides doing animal communication without knowing I was doing it when I was younger, I would still talk to my animals and My husband's not a huge talker and he naturally talks to my pets when he started visiting them and he talks to them. But I think he's he does animal communication. He just didn't he doesn't formally do it. And I think that's the thing. A lot of people do animal communication. They just don't realize it, which is always fun as a teacher because every student I've ever had has, is able to recognize that. I was talking about this last week because I had a class starting, and every student I've ever had has been able to identify a time when they've talked to animals, but they just don't realize it. So that's kind of the beginning of my course is helping people to recall that. Because once you recall that, a time when you've communicated with animals, it, it sort of opens a door when you do that to, to animal communication. It's like, I don't know, if you're learning how to do, how to ride a bike and you're scared as a child and then you, the first time you, you know, you get going and you do it, you just, you no longer afraid of it. The next time you go up to the bike, you're fine. Um, it's just like that. You just have to get past that fear. It's not, not that it's necessarily a fear, but I think it kind of is for some people. Like psychologically, it's a fear, especially when they're with other people, you know, that they're going to embarrass themselves and they're going to be wrong. They're going to be in a group and do like, if they're in a class, they're going to say the wrong thing. They're going to get the wrong thing about a person's pet and they're going to, you know, be embarrassed about it. And it's incredible to me, actually. It really, it, it brings me a lot of joy to be able to see how quickly people get these things so fast. Um, it's pretty amazing to me how quickly people just generally can communicate with animals. They just don't realize it. Um, so you have your son's cat. Oh, I'm just going to um, thank the zebras for talking, and then I'm going to go to this. I always like to just politely sort of, you know, disconnect and say thank you. And see if there's any last thing they have to say. I do get that they're saying that they, they hope that the people will, they're throwing us in with the people. It's interesting because I feel like us, they're like saying, I hope that you will continue to try to help us. Like it almost feels like in spite of how we act or how we react, they're aware of that they might not react the right way. And like, they're almost afraid that they might I don't know, scare, scare us off in a way. So they're, they're it, but it's funny cause they're throwing us, it's interesting. They're throwing us in with other people. Um, and I'm just sort of, I want to just say to them, you know, we're not the people. Uh, I'm just sort of showing that we're on the outskirts almost.
and that there's there's but there's still like good good people there close to them they just they kind of lump people together so it's different than like a cat or a dog um, someone's cat or dog that's missing it's a little different they just associate different um, so okay so all right so you had I'm just bringing this up again because I kind of brought it up and then it flashed off I have my son's cat moved in and it's been a year and they still fight so you have your own cat I guess and then your son's cat moved in is what I'm getting from that okay um, From an animal communication perspective, I just got a really quick hit of um, somebody feeling really, uh, this is like a female energy, feeling very um, uh, I'm trying to find the right word, insecure, but um, uh, like almost sad okay I have two cat mom and daughter so you had okay so you had a mom and a daughter and then your sons is it a male cat that moved in from your sons okay so she's a female too so you now you have three females is what I'm getting from you not me but you <laughs> telling me that okay um, so it, I get this feeling, uh, I'm not sure immediately which one it is, but I'm getting this really strong feeling of, um, it's like a, a very strong, almost like devastation. It's a really strong feeling of, um, It's not just like sometimes when you bring cats together or any animals together, I'll pick up like a little bit of territory thing. And um, do you feel like one of them is, or do you, can you identify which one of them might be very, very like sensitive, very, um, the the way i see this cat is younger smaller but that might be the energy of the cat because that's how i'm picking up its energy like extremely vulnerable feeling and this situation has been very upsetting so if there's one who that strikes you as being that one that's the one that's like jumping out at me at first isn't doing this uh, 
um, a, a suggestion from a like, this is an animal communication, but I don't know if you tried. Okay, my son's cat is a calcium? Cal calico, I wonder if you meant to say. Um, and she is a personality if she likes you when she wants to. Okay, so she's kind of the queenie maybe type coming in. Um, hi, Pamela. Thank you for joining us. From Dave. Thank you. Lots of Dave people. I just want to say there's something with people in true crime and animals. I want to do a show on that. I, there's something, there's some connection. I don't know. It's um, something with purity, wanting truth, wanting, I can't quite get the word right, but I've thought about this and I can't put, put the words on it, but it's like people that, who like honesty and like animals are very honest and pure and it's something in the true crime community. There's a lot of people who love animals. Um, okay, so so one of these cats is feeling extremely insecure. Okay, so um, I'm asking what they need. I'm going to talk about just like not a practical thing that's not animal communication, but I just want to pick up what, if there's anything animal communication wise that they're giving me. What do you need? Um, what's her name? The one that needs that I'm that you think maybe I'm picking up on the girl that's I don't know it is it the young the baby the daughter of the mother you know that's very insecure welcome Heather I'm glad you're here with your two fur babies Um, okay, I haven't heard Joan, but, um, oh, Sizzly is the one. Okay, so Sizzly, really thrown off balance by this situation. I feel like Sizzly would like to get rid of this cat. Not, I'm not saying you should, I'm just, this is like the process of animal communication is we, we just, we talk it through we we know we go through it it's almost like a therapy session in a way um with a family like you're just you have to get everyone's feelings out and walk through it um we don't always have to get everyone's feelings but um well that's a lot of cats to not own any of them wow <laughs> um so it, for sizzly there's a feeling of wanting ownership, like you're needing some kind of sense of ownership. Um, yeah, okay, so that's right. Okay, so she needs some kind of like, I, w I feel like she needs like a steady ground. I want to, it's, 
the image I get is her on wood, which isn't literal. It's it's just an image. It's an impression of what it feels like she needs. Um, so what's going to give her that stability? And I see her like up. Like she wants to be up above this other cat in, and to feel more... like um to have more power I guess would be the word more in control but if we leave they must get along so in other words you're saying it's like not like they if you leave if you go out of the house something might happen um okay dog babies Real she's got some real resentment towards this other cat. Is there something going on, do you think, where the other cat has um, claimed... This is what I'm picking up. That the other cat has somehow... Like, she's got... So, I, she's got a lot of attitude and that she's um, claimed in some way and... Is there is there a way do you think to give Sizzly back, or to give Sizzly uh, ownership over an area or a room or something like a bed or so, something where the other cat doesn't have it? Because I just get the sense that she needs that. She needs to feel like she's got um, ownership over something over this other cat. That's my feeling. Um, there's practical things too that you can do, like you can you can do um, calming things. You know, you could use things like CBDs. You can use uh, diffused essential oils. Um, she has the whole basement. <laughs> Sizzly has the whole basement. Um, so she wants like even more wow so can she just go in the basement when you leave like can you just put sizzly in the basement and then nobody has to be in danger just thinking from a practical standpoint you see sometimes it's just like you have to restructure it sometimes it's it is just negotiation with them trying to figure out what someone might need what might make one one feel a little bit better um just to know that their feelings are being acknowledged sometimes even is enough like having the conversation um so she can come and go the basement is fixed up oh, oh your son's there and the other cats will just not go there okay Okay, so you're saying that's something new that you can do, or that's something you've been doing and it's not helping? Um, 
Because, I don't know, maybe shutting the door to it when you leave so that they don't have a fight. I'm just think, trying to think, like, from a practical standpoint. I feel, oh, it's only when you're there. Okay, I got it. Okay. So this is, like, oh, so this is more, she's, she's trying to get, she needs this about you. Or, you know, she's trying to get people ownership. Power. Back. Um... Yeah, I hear this a lot, right, Donna? Joan, your story, I mean, this is a lot of, I, I have a lot of clients who have this these situations, especially with COVID, like people moving in together and their pets moving in together. Um, they brought their cat, my car, my cat spent 10 months being terrified and stressed all. Yeah, this is um, a story I'm hearing a lot from people and have heard a lot over the 2020 and 2021 um, so I mean sometimes it's just a matter of special time my cat sorry in the end I sold them my house so you just like sold it and got out <laughs> um, um, there are things you can do like there is there's like the plug-in devices like the pheromone i forget the name of it pheromone i forget the name of it it's like a pink and white label um that can help i i you know my first thing is to diffuse things like lavender you know just calming things for my pets and use things like cbds um to just help them chill a little bit and take the edge off. Um, and I, I'm always willing to talk to people too more and in detail about those things. Um, I have all the information on my website under intuitivetouchanimalcare.com is my website. And I have a free downloadable um, on the first page, a free downloadable um, e-book about essential oils and pets. But you're always welcome to contact me too if you have questions. Um, feel away. Thank you, Donna. That's it. <laughs> I should advertise for them. I should I should partner with them. I think this is I've talked about them before too. Um, yeah, something like that. Feel away. So, yeah, it's just like giving power back. That's what I get. Like, she needs to be reassured that she's got, Sizzle's got power, that she's um, special. I'm sure you do, too. I'm not saying you don't already give her, like, love and attention. I'm sure you do. I'm not saying that. But I just get the feeling that she's especially feeling like she needs it. And um, sometimes there's only, like, so much of that that's going to do it, and then it becomes giving them you know, having to do something to the environment, um, you know, that is going to help. Oh, but wait, your, your son's downstairs and Sizzle's the one that's having the issue and she goes down to your son's room. But that's the room that his cat would be in, right? Or... It's just a thought, if I'm getting that right, that that could be, maybe she needs a different 
place to herself. I don't know, maybe I'm getting the cats confused. Um, yeah, this is like, it's a process sometimes, and it, it helps if I can talk to all of them, and if I have a picture, it's nice, or to have, like, the camera on them, too. Not, I don't have to do that. I don't have to have pictures and things, but um, if I am working with multiple cats, um, it's nice um, to do that. It's just, just throwing that in as I'm, I'm just mentioning how I work so people know a little bit because this isn't exact just so people understand this isn't exactly how I do it so Sizzly is my son's and Lily is mine okay so I'm saying the wrong name oops I, I almost canceled you and I didn't mean to sorry okay so um, Lily's the one who's upset just confirm for me Lily's the one who's upset and feeling like in in her territory or her home has been infringed upon by Sisley or is it Sisley I'm getting confused <laughs> it sounds right though okay well as long as it sounds right um this is more why sometimes it helps to have the pictures just so that we're we're on the same page is is what I'm trying to say um well I hope that 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 is helpful um And then there's also like flower essences. Um, I should again be like getting commissions, but you know, Jackson Galaxy, he has a show. Um, he has flower essences for all sorts of different issues. That might be one that you could look into for like multiple cats. And I know he has flower essences for that. And then there's also like Bach Rescue Remedy. <clears throat> might be helpful that's something you can get in the pet store or on Amazon um, okay did anybody else have any cats or dogs or horses or bunnies or zebras that they wanted me to talk to tonight or questions about animal communication or comments about anything. Zebras on the run. People on the run. Um, I, I wanted to mention while I'm waiting for that, I'm going to be doing um, a Halloween thing where I will be giving away I haven't First of all, oh, McLuhan Land, okay, holy tamale, why wow, you have a lot of cats? <laughs> Lily, our mother and daughter, Sisley is my son, my two are gray and my son is Calico, all females, yeah. It's tough too, when you bring all the same gender together, that's, that's also tough, uh, that, that just like raises the bar as far as like how you have to like sometimes adjust and deal with personalities and things like that if you bring like multiple males together multiple females together it can make it more difficult so um so i'll talk about this yeah I, i'll talk about more at the end because heather has an animal um <clears throat> i have a halloween thing I'm going to do so people can win a free animal communication, a Halloween photo contest for people's pets. So I'll talk about that at the end. 
Um, Heather, who do you have? Is there any way you could put your... Do you want to call in and do... Um, there's two ways you could do it. You could either send me an email with a picture at Anne with an E at intuitivetouchanimalcare.com or um, you could put your camera on your pet and just be on the call on the video, have the animal on the on video. I can have you call in on your cell phone and just you put the camera on your animal and we can see them. And if you don't want to do either one, that's fine. Just tell us their um, name and what they are, like maybe, you know, color, just or breed or whatever. And if you want to um, call in, this is the link. It's like a video call. Uh, 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 uh. All right. Um, Heather, <laughs> what would you like to do? Are you going to call in or send a picture or neither? You don't have, if you can't, you, that's okay. We can still do it. I can just let me know their name and breed. I feel like I lost you though. Oh, I have a blue pit named Clyde and a Yorkie named Rowdy. Okay. Okay, so I take it you don't want to be on. Okay. Um, if you if you have a moment to send um, to I don't know if you can like in the quick moment like if you have your phone or whatever and you want to just send a picture if that's easy for you if it's not don't worry about it um, but it's Anne with an E at intuitivetouchanimalcare.com and then I'll just bring their pictures up on the screen um, it's nice for people to see them too but it's okay if not don't worry about it um, so what's the question about them about Clyde and Rowdy. Both males, yeah. Do you have any question or do you just want me to tune into them and just kind of tell you what I pick up of, or, you know, is there any particular issue or question, or just kind of want to do a more general tune in? I can ask them purpose in life, that kind of thing, if you want. For Clyde and Rowdy. So the pit is Clyde. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
So I take it you you want to kind of address the little dog's behavior. The uh, Yorkie Rowdy's behavior. I'm just tuning in by the way if you didn't missed it just fast forward if you're watching the replay you can hit your fast forward button on your computer or you know double tap your screen if you see me not talking and you don't want to sit through that um, just watch for my mouth to start to move and then you'll know I'm talking again I'm just listening to the animals I have no other way to do that. I have not figured out a way to entertain while I'm talking to them. I don't know. That's why it is nice to have pictures because it helps people to have something to look at. But So, okay. Um, he definitely likes the fact that he gets away with it. He gets a kick out of the fact that he, the little one gets a kick out of the fact that he gets away with it. It like it makes it even more um, rewarding for him that Clyde is big. I don't even think he would do it as much if Clyde was like a little dog like him. It makes him feel like he's bigger. Yeah, the pits are, they're so sweet. The pities, they have these like reputations and they can be just the sweetest dogs. Um, so patient and Is there anything, um, like, specific that you want to have him stop this behavior? Um, I mean, like, does it, does he harm Clyde, or um, is there any, like, specific reason that you want him to stop it? Is it causing destruction or anything like that? Like, you want him to know that there's an issue, or is it just kind of annoying and it's okay you know he doesn't have to necessarily stop it you're just kind of wondering about it like want to like find out more about it yeah Clyde sees it as funny he doesn't I don't feel like Clyde uh has animosity or the desire to... he said he says sometimes it can be annoying but it doesn't feel to me like Clyde can't handle it or 
really, really, like, it, that it's a huge issue to him. Um, there's a little bit of funny, like he kind of, um, to some extent, initially thought it was funny, or, th like, it, as it gets, as it goes on, no, but, like, there's a, there's, like, a small piece of him that, when it's at a lower level, thinks it's funny, because he's small, and, so, every time I let them outside, he tries to attack Clyde. Okay. Like, to the, like, a backyard situation, you, like, you, you open the back door, and then he tries to attack Clyde. And just let me know if it's, like, in, like, tell me tell me the real issue if there is one or just let me know if you just want to know more about it like if you're just curious about it because if there's a true issue I can talk about the issue and try to resolve it but if it's just kind of wanting to know more then I know that that's all you need and you just want to know more about it and you're curious or whatever it just helps me to direct the communication <laughs> yes, I don't know. <laughs> um, so I take it it's the second one that just you're kind of curious about it. Just type curious if that's all it is. Because it doesn't really, I really feel like, I feel Clyde's legs, like, I feel, um, uh, the other one, uh, I just forgot his name, um, the Yorkie, Rowdy, I feel Rowdy, <clears throat> I feel Clyde's legs, and I feel Rowdy kind of on his legs, and I don't really feel a lot. It's like he doesn't feel, like, pain or, it, I don't know, he doesn't really, re I don't get a real reaction from Clyde about it. Like, it's a, like, it's a concern. He says, like, you know, yeah, if it could stop, okay, but I don't really feel like he's upset or afraid okay what can i do to stop him that's the question okay um i get the fly swatter and he's scared of it but it doesn't stop him okay okay so let me see um i'm gonna just ask him a question and see if i can get a better sense of what his why he won't stop why Rowdy won't stop.
So with animal communication, we get images and feelings or we get images. Sometimes that's how we receive it. And then feeling is what's actually even more important is tuning into the feeling. Um, so I see this image of them going outside. I see Rowdy attacking him. The feeling I get is a mixture. It feels, um, it's an aggression. It is, it doesn't feel funny or, you know, even though he's got this thing where he thinks it's kind of like, haha, I get to do this. Like I, you know, in a sense, that's kind of humorous. Like after the fact in the moment, it feels aggressive. It doesn't feel like play. Um, and you probably know this just from observing it, but I'm just, as I'm going along, I'm like, uh, it's like an onion when we do this, we're like on, un, un, you know, unpeeling an onion, um, layer after layer. So So why particularly when they go outside? Um, it's really interesting. When they go outside, he says, mine. Like... Uh, Rowdy feels like he's got to tell Clyde this is mine. Like he's trying to be dominant. Territorial kind of. Um about going outside. I'm going to make sure you know that this is mine. I own this. My backyard. My my property, my land, my Um, so, all right, so <laughs> I tell him Clyde's going to eat him one day. <laughs> I know one day he's going to be like enough. It, it could, he could, I mean, there's truth in that. It is, it could be. So it's, it is wise to be concerned because yeah. Um, although it sounds like he's, he, and he, he doesn't feel, oh, my internet's dropping out. Thank you so much for, um, for stopping in baked cake i'm so glad that we had a chance to connect here so i hope you come back um if you have a pet and you want to do the halloween thing watch the replay because i'll have information about it so good night or good day or i think you're in australia 
Um, So I'm asking him, I'm trying to get a feel and it may not, it's really not a matter of asking him, he's not going to tell me. So it's like, what is going to help the situation? Um, so this is more of an intuitive, if I can get an intuitive hit on what might help. I'm not sure I'm going to get an answer, but let me see if there's something that could help the situation. He, you know, just back, I guess backing up a little bit, because there is more. He, I'm getting that he, um, he, so I, I, this is like beyond his relationship with your pet, with um, Clyde. Um, this goes beyond that this is more than that he like wants to own everything it's an insecurity so he's like overdoing it over reacting to this This is like so common too with the little ones this insecurity it causes some of them to pee in the house like they'll go or go number two in the house like they'll go outside and then come inside and go in the house uh, my mother's dog has that has had that issue and I, I've had a lot of people say that and then it, it turns out that's what it is like they go outside the, the little ones and they'll feel insecure and then they come inside there's like it's interesting um, Oh, yeah okay so yeah real quick I do um bake cake um I can talk with them I'm so sorry that you have to go maybe you can come back um I should be here next week I, I don't think I'm gonna have a guest or anything next week so maybe if you came in next week or you know Also, if you enter the contest, you might win a free animal communication private session. So watch the replay on that. <laughs> so. I, you know, uh, truthfully, I'm not sure how to, um, you know, I'm gonna, the only thing I can do is tell, is ask him at this point, I think, to yeah, he's insecure. I can explain to him that he's safe and that um, 
I can ask him and request from him to, to stop the behavior. I can't say that that's going to work necessarily. This might be more of like a behavioral issue that a trainer might be more um, aware of what the solution is to this problem because um, I'm not totally sure that just talking to him is going to be enough because this is so like this is a repeated thing like he's got this inbred in him now like he's he's got this issue and that's kind of like sometimes when they're like this um, with these issues it can be harder to to just talk them out of it you know what I mean um, and you have to kind of get it I mean once you get to the bottom of Oh, he won't poop outside for nothing. Okay, so so like it extends to that too. Okay, yeah. Um, it it might involve getting into some training around that issue with the insecurity and like how to build his confidence. I believe is what the trainers get into. I'm not a trainer, so I'm not totally sure. Um, but I believe that's where they come from. I mean, that that's where I would come from, is that it has to do with building confidence so that he doesn't, like, freak out when he goes out there. Um, I think it, it could be a little bit of a process in, in reconfiguring this way of thinking and feeling for him. But I am, I am letting him know that there's no danger. Out there that he's safe. He is safer. I mean, there's no threat. I'm not sure where you are, but I don't feel there's any threat. Um, of other animals or anything. So he, he has no reason to feel that way. Um, I think, you know, part of us, I, as I'm saying that, that there, that I'm saying there's no other animals, there's no threat, and I'm seeing Clyde, I'm seeing Clyde's image. I feel as though when he goes outside, Clyde, even though Clyde would never hurt him, Clyde is like this, as you said, like a goofy, you know, fun little guy. He, his perception changes of things when he goes outside. It's like he becomes unreasonable um, or, you know, everything just becomes like panicky, like wrapped up in his insecurity and all of a sudden Clyde is a threat. Like Clyde becomes this... He's got this anxiety and insecurity, okay? about his himself and going like he goes outside and feels this way and then there's Clyde so Clyde becomes the embodiment of an animal that could potentially cause him harm even though Clyde has no intention of har causing him harm I hope that makes sense the way that I said that so Clyde is like taking on all this like stuff that he doesn't deserve <laughs> poor Clyde but he he just he can't he 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 can't control it he's um like programmed or wired right now to be thinking this way
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would, I think about um, something with strengthening his confidence out there. Um, I'm not exactly sure what they would say. There's got to be even videos on YouTube about it, like what, you know, trainers doing like little training videos too if you didn't want to like go through that the whole training process but i get this feeling of him having to build his his um (laughs) i just get that that he needs to um uh build his his confidence out there he's taking it out on him that's what i'm getting at least so I'm not sure if that's helpful, but that's what I'm getting. Um, so, okay, so you're drop, you're getting, yeah, dropping out. Um, hmm, that's interesting. I don't know. Sometimes internet's funny. Um, can be a lot of people are on at the same time too. <clears throat> depending on I know sometimes like where I am it if all the people around me are on at certain times it can get really bad like the or it can get a little bit slower drop out um so I that's that's kind of what I'm getting so um I wanted to just mention that this is the week before so Halloween is next week on Saturday so there's one more show before that which is Thursday, of course, furry Thursdays. And um, I'm going to, it does write my poor big baby. No, <laughs> I know he's, a, he does seem like a sweetie pie. Clyde. Um, I want to do a contest. So I'm asking people to send me their animals in their Halloween costumes and I'm going to be posting them and I'm gonna I haven't totally figured out how I'm gonna do that I'm gonna see if I can do it in my community posts on YouTube and have I want people to vote and I'm going to do a subscriber so if people are subscribed to my channel and they take part in the vote and they take part in the contest you have to be subscribed um, and if you're hidden, like sometimes people subscribe and I can't tell because they, you have to just let me know. But um, you have to tell me like what, who you are, like your hidden person. Um, but I'm going to have a contest for uh, an animal communication consultation with me for both a drawing for people who vote. So if you vote for the animal to win, um, you're welcome, Heather. It's my pleasure. I hope that something can come out of it uh, with your doggies. Something good. Um, so true. Yeah, emotional habits. Yeah, they get a, they get in them and us <laughs> to break them. Yeah. Um, it's funny with animals, like just like people. Sometimes it's I do find the first step is. Um, facing it or kind of like you know recognizing what it is that's why animal communication can be so helpful um and then figuring out a solution so thank you so much that's so sweet you always say the nicest things 
um, bake cake. I appreciate you so much. Um, so yeah, we're going to do this contest. If you vote, you'll see it in the community post and then you'll be entered to win an animal communication session with me. And if you enter your pet, you could, uh, and your pet wins, then you will win a free animal communication session with me. So, um, please do that. Please keep an eye out for your community page. And then also what I need you to do if you want to enter your pet is to send me an email at Ann with an E at intuitive touch animal care.com. So send me your pet in their Halloween costume and I'm going to um, post that. So I'm going to post that in see if I can get them all on the community page and I might even post it somewhere else I'm not sure like another social media site and have people vote there too I'm not sure about that yet but I hope that everyone will participate and feel free to let other people know about it if they want to take part and hopefully get to win an animal communication um, uh, consultation um, oh, okay, so your internet is holding in big cake. So did you want me to try to touch base in with, um, with your, who was it you wanted me to talk to? Your fur baby who passed. What is their name? Did you want to do that now? Or are you feeling like it's too, um, your internet's too unpredictable right now? Excuse me, I keep drinking water, but when I talk a lot, it gets... I don't know if she heard me ask that question if her internet dropped out, but if you heard me bake cake, I'm just wondering if you want me to talk to your fur kid. Okay, and okay, so who, what is their name? Um, it's great if you have the, you know what, I was going to tell you to send a picture, but don't because you're going to probably going to lose internet completely. So Lucy, Cat, okay. And what did she just, what did she look like? Just give a little description. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, um, just tell me who, what she looks like, um, just to give us a little bit of an image. Yeah. Yeah, what did, what did she look like in her physical body? And also let me know if you have specific questions or a question, anything you want me to start with for Lucy. Medium haired, tortoise shell tabby, 
more on the tabby side. Okay. Um, and if there's anything you want me to like start with, um, thank you, Heather, so much. You're welcome. Okay, fluffy and cute and chubby. <laughs> okay. And did you? And if if you do feel confident that your internet will hold up, you can send a picture. Don't worry if you don't think it will. But if you can, if you can, just email it to Anne with an E at Intuitive Touch AnimalCare.com. But if not, don't worry about it. Um, and then what did you want me to ask her? Where did you want me to focus in on the conversation? Did you just want to see how she is? Or did you, you know, sometimes it's good to have like a little bit of a, um, a focus when you go in to talk to them. Oh. Jeez, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. And does she blame you? Oh. Um, okay. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring her in and um, focus in on her, ask if she will talk about this first of all, ask her if she's willing to. So right up the first word that pops up, and I know it, it, the first word that pops up is accident. And I, do, I don't know if that means anything to you as far as your question, because the word accident comes up. non-intentional or unintentional should say I don't get any resentment or blame or and the animals really are so they don't tend to be like that they don't tend to blame or carry those feelings so I'm not surprised that that's what you know that I'm not getting anything like that at all any um, comfort is the word I'm getting very um, like the way she shows me herself and and by the way when I talk to animals I give people whatever I get them so, whatever I get so sometimes there's things I get that mean nothing to me but I give it to you the way I get it because sometimes it's just imagery so that I can communicate it um, but sometimes it's something that's going to mean something to you and so in that case let me know if it's something that 
in particular means something to you. But the way that I see her actually is, um, okay, so you understand that, okay, about the accident, okay. So I see her wrapped in this, um, like, very comfortable blanket. It, it's like a, the, the word I would give it is like a baby blanket. It's like a soft, and I want to say like a light blue, um, and I get this warm, so I don't know if this is like descriptive of her now. If, if this doesn't mean anything to you as far as her life on earth, she's literally wrapped in this. Um, if this doesn't particularly mean anything to you, then I'm, I'm going to assume it's where, just what I'm getting right now as far as like what, how she feels right now. But I can talk to her more about that as well and get more information about her right now. And the way that she talks about what she's doing is, because um, most of the time, I, I would almost say 100% of the time, when I talk to animals who have crossed, the feeling I get is that they're, and the images I get, information I get, is they are working, that they have purpose. And her, um, the, the words I'm getting about her, something to do with, um, it's not literal, this word, but like the image, the witch is, the, <laughs> the word witch comes up, and I don't mean that literally, but it's like, um, she has some um, connection to, like, um, manipulating, um, being able to turn things um, it's a little hard to put this sometimes it's hard to put it in terminology that makes sense here on this plane like I get information from there that um, I don't understand because I'm not there and I don't have that knowledge but it feels like um she's turning energy or matter or doing something on that level like it so you know I don't know if that means anything particular to you that connects with her life here or with you but it has to do with because um, a lot of times there's some connection but she's doing some kind of work with um craftiness like she's um and it's usually something to do with helping helping us here like helping to improve things here um so something she's doing has to do with that and I, you know i'm asking is it like herbs you know like when you you know maybe that's why i'm getting the word it's not it's not like that um it's not something like you would touch like a physical thing like herbs um 
it feels more like knowledge of something deep, deeper level. I, so I feel like she is in, in her purpose. So when you ask, is she happy and at peace? Um, I've actually never had any animal not be because they're, they're pure souls. Uh, you know, so they, I've never had any animal not be, um, at peace. They're, they just transition and they're content. Um, they're in a better place. And she, you know, certainly, you know, gives me the, the feeling that she's got purpose and work that she's doing. Um, okay, so when you talk to her, does she feel it? Um, yes, she says that you are good about talking excuse me, talking to her from the heart, which is how we communicate with animals. That's what I teach my students. It's how we, how we do it. And you are going into your heart when you communicate with her. So that's, um, yeah, well, it's funny that you just put the heart emojis because that's exactly what she just said. You're communicating from the heart. So she is totally picking up when you communicate with her. Yes. Just always do that. Like always remember that you're <clears throat> you're in you're intuitively doing that in a way that's I don't want to say right, but it it is. It's how it works. So else um i hope you heard did you hear the other thing i said you can always go back and watch the replay but i'm just wondering because you're saying i'm here i wonder if you dropped out at all but i was talking about what she's doing and her purpose but um she just you know when i uh, when i ask her a little bit more i'm kind of kind of going the to back into the um what is she doing right now that's that's what i feel like she's drawing me back to um like that's what's important to her right now is what she's doing and it overrides anything that happened here on earth doesn't matter as far as um her her transition her passing it was just a means for her to get to this point of doing what she is supposed to be doing. It doesn't matter now, like what happened or how it happened. Um, Do you have any questions about that or anything that you need any clarification on? Lucy.
as you. <laughs> Did I lose you, vacay? I hope not. Um, well, all right, I think I might have lost you. I'm not sure. But I don't really, you know, I don't want you to worry that there's resentment or anything like that. I really think that she doesn't hang on to any of that. That isn't what is important at all. It just doesn't matter. It was just, you know, she was here for the time that she was here and the way that she exited is not what is important. Um, I'm gonna just type in there, hoping you got to hear the end, but go back to watch, to hear. what I got about Lucy. Um, okay, does anybody have any questions or anything before we... I'm just thinking I haven't um, had anybody else say that they want me to talk to their pet, and I think I lost bait cake, so <laughs> um, please do, do send me your pet pictures in their um, costumes and um, you know I'm going to be using them to have a little contest for Halloween and uh, it will give you the opportunity to win a free animal communication session with me if your pet wins. They're all wonderful but um, we'll have to have someone get chosen um, as the criteria I'll post it and everything but um, like who gets what people are looking for just probably just the favorite like who gets chosen as the favorite Halloween costume um, and if you vote you don't have to post a picture of your pet you could just vote as long as you're subscribed you can win just for voting that's all you have to do so that'll just be like a, a raffle kind of a thing like a drawing that I'll do for people who vote um, so I appreciate everybody for being here tonight and I hope you have a wonderful weekend and, uh, you know, God bless. Take care. Thank you so much.